0: hi everyone welcome to merch money it's been way too long two whole weeks um, I hope everybody had a great Christmas and a happy new year um, we're happy today to have Teresa Rose on the show now say hi yep she, hi. I know uh, you guys all have uh, seen Teresa before she's amazing with Pinterest and also with brands so we were talking before the show about how today I just started with uh, brandability, and and I was telling her about how I'm starting to build a brand, and and she we uh, said that that's a big part of Pinterest. So we'll talk more about that later. But do you want to go first, Amy? Introduce yourself.
1: Hi. So I'm Amy Springer. It feels like it's been ages. Merch Marvel. Sorry, forgot that part. Steve, <laughs> I we're so out of sync tonight. It's been feels like it's been like five weeks, not just yeah, but. No, I'm happy to be here, and um, I'm looking forward to tonight's show. I uh, I know we usually share like what we're happy about this week. I'll be honest, it's been a lot of getting back into the groove of things, and um, I'm feeling really inspired going into 2019 with Print On Demand and branching out a little bit more and uh, potentially and building brands myself, so... And your
0: chalkboard wall, you got to say something about that. Oh my
1: goodness, I have a chalkboard wall now (laughs) that I am terrible at doing the chalk lettering. But I have it because I was, I just really want to learn how to be like artsy, so.
0: And where were you inspired to do a chalkboard wall? Was it Pinterest?
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, it was Instagram. Oh, I, wasn't? Oh, I thought it was. Yes. Uh, there's this incredible artist, hand letterer. Um, he does chalk ball, chalkboard art and everything. Um, Steven Coons, I believe is his name, or Stefan Kunz? I'm not sure. But the guy is incredible. And I was on Instagram. He popped up with this chalkboard wall doing these amazing things. And I was like, I need a wall. So what? I made one. Awesome.
0: Well, I'm so excited yeah. to see everything you do with that. Um, just the pictures you've shown so far it
1: looks like so fun. Thanks.
0: <laughs> so guys I know you, uh, you probably noticed we're missing Amy and we're missing uh, Brianna. Brianna should be hopping in soon if she can but she's in the middle of a heavy rainstorm and her father-in-law just fell so she's trying to deal with that so um we'll see if she's able to join or not and then amy had it amy nicholas had an appointment so we'll see um about that but we're both happy to be here and happy to have teresa um real quick my name is helen kinson merch boss um i am oh gosh where do i i'm just happy to start brandability today was the first day um so i'm very excited i was between two different niches that I wanted to go with. And so I just went ahead and picked one and then I'm gonna take the class all over again in 12 weeks and start the other one. So by the end of the year, I, I wanna have started two brands and and then just continue to build them um, into 2020.
2: So, all right, Teresa, welcome. Hey, thanks for having
0: me. You wanna introduce yourself real sure. quick? and.
2: You bet. So I'm Teresa Rose. And what I do is I help e-commerce businesses to get more sales and get more traffic using Pinterest marketing strategies. And that's something that I, um, wasn't exactly planning on doing, but discovered it and discovered that it really could help a lot of people in the e-commerce industry. Bloggers have known this for years, and I think it's time to bring it to the e-commerce community to help them as well. Um, it's definitely an unta- untapped and underutilized area and tool that business owners, they need to get in there immediately. So I think that's just been kind of my mission over the last uh, year or so. And it's been kind of a whirlwind of a lot of a lot of uh, talking to many, many different people and, and working with several different companies um, personally in, in managing their Pinterest marketing and lots of things that are happening and going on here.
0: Uh, Fantastic. And I'm just so happy to see your growth over the years. Like I, um, I, I started Pinterest about close to two years ago, year and a half to two years ago. And your videos were one of the main ones that I watched. So thank you for that. Um, and you're right. There was like not a lot out there. So it's really, I'm really appreciative that you took the time to teach me and and teach whoever's paying attention. (laughs) hopefully we'll get we'll get more people to learn Pinterest. um so what uh tell us a little bit about your background like um were you in in e commerce did you do amazon or anything amazon FBA, anything like that
2: Mm -hmm, and still do so i I run an e-commerce business as well and so the the pinterest marketing agency and developing the courses is on top of that that's the second half of the business that i ended up starting in the last year uh, because some, so many people kept asking, you know, what are you doing? How are you doing it? And it was just easier for me to put it into something instead of, you know, continually repeating myself over and over, you know?
0: Yeah. Like, Let's
2: just make this easier. I've got to do something with that. So that's what I did. But my background was that I started out by building my very first web- website, a WordPress website back in 2010 and uh, then i started focusing on a niche area and blogging and did a lot of blogging and i realized you know wow okay people are wanting to read these things that i was writing to help them and then ended up with all right i'm not sure how to monetize this now you know like this isn't i don't know how to monetize this so i had to figure out you know how can i get some more income coming in so that's when i moved into uh, e-commerce so i moved into e-commerce and Started selling on eBay started selling Amazon doing FBA. I even sold Etsy Uh, on Etsy I've even uh, my teacher my background is a teacher, so I was even in uh, teacher uh, teachers pay teachers and that marketplace creating stuff and probably about 2012 I was Creating ebooks and selling them on my own blog as a way to monetize some of the stuff That I was doing because people were there, you know, they were reading it and they were there So that's when I opened up a Shopify store and I was just selling nothing but digital download products and doing it quite well. Um, Once I moved over from my WordPress website with all of my materials of downloadable products over to Shopify, then the sales increased significantly because it was just a better user experience. Mm
3: -hmm. And it was
2: much, much harder for me to get all of that uh, into WordPress well and be able to make it, I'm not even sure if WooCommerce was even out yet at that point. They may not have been. That might that would have been easier than the, <laughs> than the way yeah. I was having to do it. <laughs> but I moved over to Shopify, and that was the beginnings of my Shopify store, and I've had um, a store ever since and have been selling there for a long time as well. Lots of variety of different things. So that's kind of the background of of. Being in the blogging world first, and then moving uh-huh. into e-commerce, and now I that. I'm pretty well-versed in both worlds, actually. And what happened with Pinterest is I began seeing through Google Analytics the traffic and paying attention to where it was coming from, and the majority of it was Pinterest. Wow. But the problem was is I was doing nothing on Pinterest. I did not do a thing there. I didn't even have an account on Pinterest. And I could not figure out how people were doing this. So I started then investigating into Pinterest to find out what's going on. So I started looking up my domain name in Pinterest. And I found all kinds of crazy things that people were saving that they wanted to read later off of so many blog posts and articles and things. And those were the traffic drivers coming in that didn't cost me a dime.
0: Wow. And then I realized...
2: I realized, wow, this is all organic. That's amazing to me. Yeah. And my mind and a blog was so focused on Google, and then the number one traffic driver that was actually coming in was Pinterest, and I wasn't doing anything. So I realized, oh, okay, maybe I should do something there so that I can you know, help these people who are readily saving this stuff for me. So basically, they were doing all my marketing for me. <laughs> And I didn't know it, and I didn't realize it for several years. And I can go back now, and I can see people that were pinning back in 2013, 2012, and those pins are still around, and they look terrible and ugly because I wasn't making any pins. It's just they were just saving it using the the Pinterest uh, save button. So then just through that whole journey and thinking about in e-commerce, thinking about how do we solve the problems that people are faced in e-commerce with how do we get our products in front of more people? How do we get uh, more people to shop our products directly? If we have a Shopify store, your number one issue that you need to solve immediately is how do I drive more traffic into the store? And I thought, hmm, okay, well, let's check out what's going on here. And I started to look deeper into the statistics of Pinterest and realize that that is where the shoppers are hanging out. Yeah. Well yeah.
0: let me let let me stop you there for just a second before we go too far into that. I for I wanna welcome um Brianna too. She's they um thank you for being here. I told everybody that you might not be able to make it. So
3: we're happy to see you. Yeah, I, I'm sorry, the lighting is like absolutely horrible. But um <laughs> yeah, oh just a crazy couple of days with family stuff. So we're good, everything's okay right now and uh I'm excited to be here and I was I had to be here. I want to hear Teresa. I don't know as much about Pinterest as I need to. So thanks for for being here, Teresa.
2: Yeah, I told her that you just need to get your questions and just fire away and we'll just knock them out.
0: (laughs) Awesome. Yeah. So, and I see people in the chat are already asking about your website and everything. Just from your intro, they're already enthralled and awesome. <laughs> want to follow everything. So, guys, all of her links are in the description of the video, so you should be able to find that. It's called Pin Traffic Power.
2: Yeah, um, we've just barely scratched the surface. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know, and they're already like, "Oh my gosh, we gotta follow you!" But I love your story so far, and I and we'll get right back to it. But I um, just wanted to say, like some people that get so worked up like how do i start a business what do i do and it's like you just gotta start somewhere like you had no idea when you started your blog i'm sure that you would be no. doing fba and you'd be doing pinterest right. you didn't even you know it wasn't on your radar so you never know where you're gonna go but just start something that's right <laughs> And then and then you'll go from there i mean i didn't know i would do merch it wasn't it didn't exist yet i did fba and then you know found merch after it was created. <laughs> you can't start much before it even existed. So yeah, you just never know.
2: That's um, right. And so back then, all I was concerned about in the moment and was worried about is, okay, the brakes just went out of my car. How am I going to pay for that?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's where I was at. And so that's probably where a lot of people are sitting at right now, and that's how they're feeling. And. You know, just just taking a step forward and just keep taking those steps forward and you will do it. You will get there You just have to keep pushing through you got to keep fighting and it's worth a fight It's worth a fight. So you've got to stay in the game Most people they'll bag out too soon like right before They have their breakthrough They bag out they quit All right, so when things are getting really tough and rough That means you need to stay in there because you're just about ready to have another breakthrough I love that. I and could
3: Teresa, not agree more. Teresa, do you feel like um, a lot of it has to do with um, just consistency too? Like it, it. I think sometimes we underestimate how grueling the consistency can be, but that's really the key to anything. I'm sure you're going to share with Pinterest, but with social media, with search engines, like rinse and repeat, rinse and repeat. You got to keep doing it. You got to keep at it. You got to be consistent, and then the fruits of your labor will begin to develop. Yeah, yeah.
2: Consistency is going to be the number one key to being successful at whatever it is that you're working on or doing. It doesn't matter what it is. If you're selling in a marketplace in your store, I don't care what it is. It's got to be consistently consistent where you're doing this month after month. And Pinterest is the same. But Pinterest actually rewards you for your consistency. That's what the algorithm does. So the algorithm in in, um, Pinterest is called the smart feed. And what this is, is it's the third largest search engine in the world. So we have Google is number one. YouTube is number two. Well, gee, YouTube is owned by Google. Number three is Pinterest. So it's the third world's largest search engine. Pinterest is not really a social media
3: site. So can I stop you business? right there? Because that's huge. That is yeah. huge. That's above like, Amazon. Like, did you? Yeah. Like, did you guys hear that? Why are we not all on Pinterest? And it's the only thing,
0: it's the only thing other than YouTube that really is just like stays there year after year after year. It's not like an Instagram or Facebook post where it's gone the next day. Like this stays there.
3: I'm sorry to interrupt you. I just wanted to emphasize like that's crazy Um, for the viewers, you know, like you guys, we need to be over there actively.
2: (laughs) So with a the, with the search engine, search engines are based around SEO, around keywords. And so that's what Pinterest is. So if you're not doing keywords, you don't know how to do keyword research. If you are not doing SEO everywhere on your profile, on your title of your boards, on your board descriptions, and every single pin description, then you're not leveraging it completely because it's a search engine. So keywords, keywords, keywords have to be everywhere. And that is really the secret behind doing well on Pinterest because it's a search engine. That's yeah. the number one thing as the SEO. Number two would be your images. So if everyone is worried about, do my, do my pin images look perfect? Actually, it's not as important as your keywords and you're, you're sort of missing uh, what is the most important element. So while consistency is definitely important in seeing success, it's even better if you can be consistent in doing the right things that will be the most effective. And you just repeat that month after month after month. And that's where you have to put all of that together and say, okay, what am I supposed to be doing on Pinterest? And now that I understand and know it better, I can execute it consistently. So those are the two the two pieces of the puzzle that go hand in hand is understanding how the search engine works how to work it in your benefit and then do it consistently
0: yes and i we were talking right before the show about that where i was telling her that um i had pinned straight from merch so there was a shirt or straight from amazon and you just hit the pinterest thing it just shows the mock-up of the shirt as it is and it just has the title basically and those would get like you know, five to 10 shares maybe. And then I did one where I really took my time, did a place it image, made it look really nice mock-up, did like really paid attention to keywords, used hashtags, all of that. And it got 26,000 shares and it's only been up for a month. (laughs) So I'm like, wow, okay. It makes a big difference.
2: Yeah, yeah. The the mock-ups do help because it it helps um, people envision what it would look like. If you wear it for clothing, especially, it's very, very important for clothing. Um, you know, does it have to be perfect? No. But I would take your pins a step further now. Okay. So the mock up image is one step of having a, a nice, appealing image. Hopefully, the person is smiling, they're happy, mm-hmm. because you want that association with your brand. Mm-hmm.
3: You know, if you want your
2: brand is all about um, making, helping people feel good about who they are you want to have models that look happy <laughs> that look upbeat so that's important too you don't want to choose someone who's frowning or not smiling because that is a mood or an emotion that is now going to be in association with your brand that you don't want <laughs> unless you are a brand that is doing something uh different you know maybe it's more of a grunge feel to it and that maybe that would be appropriate. So, you know, it just depends, but you want to consider the mood of what's going on. And is that representing your brand fully? But there are other elements that you need on your pin, which is called text overlay. And that text overlay needs to be short and to the point. And some of the things you can include is something short that just really gets attention. It just really captivates you. You can experiment and include other text overlay on pins. I wouldn't do it on all of your pins, but some of the el- other elements that you might want to include for your text overlay could be customer reviews if you have any. If you've been in Amazon and you re- received an Amazon Choice Award or any kind of a, a special label on one of your products, include that. Include the image because that's showing trust, and you're building trust there. A lot of people have trust with Amazon, so you wanna you wanna display that. Other things that you might want to include would be maybe two or three bullet points that is the benefits. You know, what are the benefits of this product? How does it solve a problem? What is it? How is it going to help people enhance their lives? And yes, you can do that with a t shirt. You know, one of the the companies um, that I talked about last week that is really interesting in apparel is Life is Good. The Life is Good company is pretty cool and they started with just t-shirts just graphic t-shirts and those graphic designs are not even really that you know spectacular to be honest with you i know of a lot of people who are in print on demand and merch who are really really good graphic designers that could probably do even better than what they are so to me that was proof of concept of you know what it's not all just about the design on the shirt for why they're buying the shirt there's more to it and it's the brand that they're buying it's because they relate to it they identify with it and then when you look deeper into you know what is this brand about it tells you that they are about optimism and then they go on further and they tell people about um, their philosophy and then people look at that and they say oh you know that aligns with what my philosophy is and they share with how they can spread that optimism one of the ways is by simply wearing their shirt so that they can feel optimistic and inspired by what they're wearing, by being able to see it every day. and it's twofold. Other people see it too. So now you're inspiring others at the same time. So to, to people, you know that's very compelling for them for why maybe they would want to buy from that brand is it helps me and it might help someone else. And then they took it a step further and they said, well, you know, 10% of the proceeds goes to this foundation. So now if I buy the shirt, I'm helping myself, I'm helping others who see the shirt. And then I'm helping other people again, because 10% of the proceeds goes towards this foundation. I mean, that's like, that's huge to have all yeah. of those layers and layers upon layers of benefits. And that's what the brand is about.
0: And that's so why it's good to have your own brand. Cause you can't do that on Amazon. You can't, uh do a proceeds go somewhere.
2: No, no, you need to have, you can do that if you have a Shopify store. very easily. Yeah. And I'm seeing a lot of, uh, so a lot of the e-commerce businesses that I work with, they all have Shopify stores mostly. I mean, that's kind of become the standard industry. And uh, some of them do have foundations that they've either created themselves or they have a foundation that they absolutely love. And then they donate a certain percentage of proceeds to go there. And that is huge. People will go there. Uh, to buy simply just for that reason, too. I mean, it's not their first reason,
0: Mm -hmm.
2: but it's a reason to tell themselves, well, I bought this product and it's gonna help these people with this foundation. So if I wasn't supposed to be spending money this month and I need to go tell my spouse, hey, -hmm. this is what I bought, and it's gonna help these people, you know, you have an exclusive reason for why you purchased what you did. So it helps in a lot of ways. But that's an an example of an apparel brand, and you can take a look at how they're able to sell these shirts that are very simple Mm -hmm. and they're $28 a piece before shipping. So they're able to keep their prices up high because of their brand and people are more than happy to pay those higher prices. So that's, that's the importance of the brand. And now they're starting to get their pins looking better on Pinterest. They, they were not so great. Um, from what I was seeing in the past. But now they're starting to to get that a little bit better. Awesome.
0: Um, well, real quick, I just wanted to ask you about um, about the actual pins. So you were saying to do a text overlay and you were saying to include bullet points and things like that. What do you use? Do you use Canva or what do you use to make the pins What mm-hmm. program?
2: So primarily we use Canva and we use um, Stencil, okay. which, is, which is really getstencil.com and so for me and my i have a team of people actually have um uh people that do nothing but create pins and i've got one that just works full-time does nothing but create pins and uh they have access to to all of those and that's good enough you really don't have to do photoshop or illustrator you don't really need to get complicated software if you don't want to just you know use something simple like that, yep. that yeah that
0: i love it for you i love canva that i mean that's that's awesome um one question i had when i was trying to figure out what mock-ups to use is some people say place it is good because it's like the um lifestyle mock-ups and things like that and then some people swear by more like what etsy looks like where it's just like a shirt mm-hmm. with like shoes and things around it like just on the ground (laughs) what do you think is better like what is what have you seen work the best
2: i've seen both do well but etsy does have some really good mock-ups that you can adapt with keywords easier okay because they have um so with my keyword research that i've done i've seen where people are specifically looking for a fun t-shirt with converse So they really want to see a cool t-shirt with Converse shoes here on the side. And what what does that look like put together as a whole outfit? That's what they're looking for. So if you can use those images on Etsy, so they figured this out. The Etsy people are pretty smart. And if you have your shirt and then you've got a pair of Converse over here, you've got a pair of jeans um, or jean shorts, whatever. That's what people are looking for. And now you can actually include all of those keywords in your pin description. Nice. And this is an nice. awesome, nice. fun nice. pin and in with jeans and Converse. And so when they start looking those keywords up on Pinterest, your pin pops up, it floats up to the top. Got it, okay. So you have to go by what people are looking for and what they want. And that is that is something. They're looking for a t-shirt, t-shirt outfits. A lot of outfits is what they're looking Got for. It. So if you can make your shirt like it's pulled together in an entire outfit, that's what's going to bring you in a lot of sales is what I've noticed. And then what you need to do where people are really not doing well is get your logo on the pin. You really got to get your logo on the pin. These pins, once they start doing well and getting a lot of traffic and traction in Pinterest, other people will steal them. And if your logo is not on there, you go to report it to Pinterest, it's very hard for you to prove that, yeah, that's my pin. Um, And they will ask you another site of where they can find that product in order to prove that it really is you. But also because your logo needs to be in front of people a million times over so that they can remember who you are. And they can start looking for you and purposely typing you into the search engine. So that logo is important. The last element that needs to be on the pin for all product pins is a call to action. And I prefer to create a call to action that looks like a button. Those work really good because they'll click on it just like they would uh, click on a buy button. And I just say, buy now. Now, if you're directing it to Amazon, say buy now on Amazon or buy now from Amazon and include the word Amazon there because people have most people have a positive association with amazon like oh yeah i gotta go buy some stuff anyways from amazon so i'll just add that to the shopping cart i want to go check it out see what it looks like so that call to action on your pin is very important and pinterest even tells people that they need a call call to action on the pin Um, so if if you look through um, oh some of the stuff if you read through the material that they have available to the public for Pinterest for business, that's one of the things that they talk about of how to you know create your pins in a way that are very compelling, especially product pins, and that your call to action needs to be on there. So a lot of people think, well, but that's just too aggressive or it's too spammy. Your products on Pinterest is not spam. It is not spam. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why people have that impression that they think if I'm, you know, you're a business. Yeah. People want to know who you are. They want to know what you have to offer and they want to know how's it going to help me?
3: I think it's, <clears throat> I think sometimes it's a blanket statement that people use no matter what it is. If it's just something that's not of interest to them, I've noticed that they just say, uh, it's spam. Well, did you read it? Cause there's content or there's a beautiful pin there, or, you know, there's information there. So I, I think, uh, the, the you, The use of the word is overused, you know, for sure. Yeah, that's
2: not what spam That's not
3: spam, yeah. No. Yeah, people go to Pinterest
0: specifically because they want to buy stuff. Pinterest has said that. Like, it's a a search engine more than just
3: a social media site. I think about my years on there, as Teresa's talking, about just things in my own personal life. I almost always have started at Pinterest and ended up making purchases. Uh-huh. From things I have found on Pinterest, so you know,
2: yeah, they're planners. Mm-hmm. People on Pinterest are planners. That's where they mm-hmm. go to plan everything, all their life events, everything. Their seasonal shopping, they plan ahead. So um, I think I've seen some some posts around Facebook of people talking about, you know, when is the earliest that you get your products up for each season. And I I said, uh, you need to have your products up at least three months in advance. And your marketing on Pinterest needs to be at least three months in advance, 90 days, because that's when people are actually collecting those pins. And (laughs) I think all year in
0: some ways. Some people are saving it to their boards all year long. Oh, that's a great idea for back to school. And it's like January. (laughs) But it's like, you know, I, I always get excited. because People like pin stuff to their like christmas gift ideas or something board and i'm
2: like yes yeah i actually pin out all products to all holiday boards that are relevant and all um event boards that are relevant now they're just basic looking product pins they don't say have christmas or anything on them so it works great then when that season rolls around you have built up that board enough And it's packed with your SEO terms and you've kept that board alive because of so many pins in it that boom, you know, you'll start to see sales pop out of that board. So I don't, a lot of people ask that question of when do you start pinning for Christmas? And I say, i do it all year long, but at the latest, you need to get started July because people in July are planning all of their Christmas, whatever they're wanting to do whatever products that they're wanting to purchase and exactly for what people they're planning that far in advance.
0: Yeah. Yeah. We had a Christmas in July episode here um, this past July, like getting everybody ready for Q4. So this July we'll probably do the same thing and remind everybody like, put your Pinterest pins up. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Laura Burke had a question. She said, um, how do you do your boards? Do you pin other stuff besides your own products?
2: Yeah, you can, you don't have to. There's a myth out there that people feel that there's some sort of magical ratio or a ratio that you have to follow that is, you know, supposed etiquette and none of it exists. It's all a myth. And that was confirmed in an interview with a a representative from Pinterest that was being interviewed by a representative from Tailwind. And that question specifically was asked is, is there a ratio of how many pins that we should pin that are ours and how many of someone else's? Does that affect the search engine at all? Does it help us in any way? And she said, no. She said, if you want to pin only your stuff, go for it. It isn't going to hurt the search engine. It doesn't make a bit of difference. And actually said, you need to pin all of your things first before you start pinning other people's pins so make sure every single month that you get your own product pins out there and then if you need to fill it in uh, for whatever that you're doing for your pinning for uh, for the month your total number of pins for the month if you need to fill it in fill it in with other people's pins make sure that other people's pins are not in competition with your pins you're not trying to sell other people's products that's not your job that's their job they need to be complementary. So if you are selling a T-shirt and that T-shirt is uh, maybe it's a, a unicorn for a girl's birthday party. What you could do is find some articles that are about how to throw the best unicorn themed birthday party for a girl. You can you can be sharing those articles that are from the blogging world you can share a DIY project for a unicorn birthday party. And it's just a simple tutorial. Here's how we make these unicorn crafts and that might be really great for that birthday party. You can also share unicorn cakes. People like to see how these cakes are made, birthday cakes and um, maybe it's even a funny quote or humor. So quotes and humor does really well, and you might find some of those things that would work that is not in competition because it's not a product, but is complimentary, but yet will drive people into your board. So, yes. so quotes really drive people in, so does humor. They love their humor.
0: Yes, I, I have noticed that a lot. I've noticed recently a lot of the quotes that I come across when I look at where it's coming from, It'll it'll actually be pointing back to either an Etsy store or a Teespring or something like people are advertising their shirt and instead of showing the shirt they're showing a motivational quote. (laughs) I don't know. I've seen that quite a few times with the quotes that I found. I don't
2: know. That is actually on the edge of spam. Yeah. By doing that because it's a quote and then what's linked to it is not the image of the quote or the quote isn't anywhere to be found on that on that page or on that product page. So that's kind of getting a little bit spammy where you really want to feature the product so that people aren't, they don't get this jolt when they click through to see that quote or look for other quotes that are similar and they don't get this sudden shock of, wow, where'd the quotes go? You know, (laughs) I'm suddenly looking at a t-shirt here. Where'd this come from? It had nothing to do with, with quote. but what you can do instead is if the t-shirt has a saying on it, people are looking for, here's a keyword for you, t-shirts with sayings. Funny t-shirts with sayings, t-shirts with sayings for women, t-shirts with sayings for men, and you can build all of these boards out. That's what they're looking for. And then you could um, you could create a board about inspirational sayings. So now if your t-shirt has an inspirational saying on it, that will go into your more general inspirational saying board, and then you can put in some complementary other inspirational sayings that people are doing that are not products. So that's how you, you diversify things. You work with what other people have and then make it work, help you and work with you and not compete against what you're offering.
0: And I think, um, just really quick about that thing about like how quotes, like I know I, I shared quite a few quotes on my boards cause I felt like, Oh, it's not a competing product. You know, it'll be at, it'll make my board look nice. And then I realized like, Oh, wait, it's leading to other people's shirts. <laughs> so that was one problem. The other problem mm-hmm. is that if you don't look at where the, um, sometimes I would be in a hurry and I would just be repinning things where I liked the image or the idea, but I wasn't looking at exactly where it was coming from. And if, if it's a site that has nothing to do with it, or if it's some kind of like, I don't know, some kind of site that's just not a legitimate site or something, if someone reports that pin and you shared it, it can be negative on your account. That's right. And I had it happen a couple times and they ended up suspending my account for like 30 days about a year ago. And I was I was like, oh my God, like I was like, I never broke any policy. And it was because I wasn't careful about what pins I was resharing. It just Mm -hmm. had a cute
3: dog on it. And I'm
0: like, okay, I'll share it. And meanwhile, it had nothing to do with dog. Like, you know, so just be careful if you're resharing other people's pins that you, that it actually links somewhere and it it makes sense what you're sharing.
2: That's right, because if it is a a pin that is spam and you repinned it, now you are being associated as spam. And you don't want to do that. So check all of your links to pins before you decide to repin them or save them because they could actually affect you. And that's one big reason why the um, the group boards are not so good anymore to use. That was an old technique. And now it's not so great because there's a lot of spammers in there and you can be connected with that.
0: Yeah. And that could have been too, because I was on some group boards. So I never they never told me exactly what it was, but it could easily have been from the group board. Are you guys still there? It looks a little bit like you froze. (laughs) You're there. Okay, I see. Yeah. So all right, well, this is awesome. Let me see if there's any more questions in here. Um,
1: What about like, oh, go ahead, Amy. I have a question. Um, how important is it to build a following? Like in versus just people pinning and sharing your stuff, like is it really important to have like a ton of people following your account? No. Or specific boards even?
2: Mm-mm. No, because it's a search engine. It's not Instagram. It's not Facebook. People can see you whether they follow you or not. Why? Because if you have good keywords, they'll find your pin. They'll find your board, they'll find who you are if you've got your your SEO down. So most of the people who are gonna find your pins are not your followers, but that's how you get high quality followers. So you do want to get followers, but they need to be high quality followers. They really resonate with who you are and what you offer. They love your brand and they love what you you offer. They'll start following you because they wanna make sure that they don't miss everything that you're sharing. And then Pinterest just a a couple months ago introduced a new tab called the Follower tab. And now you can click on that tab and see only the people that you're following. And so that's another way to encourage people to, yes, you can still view the pins of people that you're following, but then you can use the regular Smart Feed to discover new things too, and new people and new brands. So that's why it is very unique and different. And I really think of, of Pinterest as that blue ocean It is not like any other social media site where you got to follow somebody or you got to friend somebody in order to find out what they're talking about. You don't have to do that. Not at all. They've made it so much easier. And it's kind of like it's the best of both worlds there.
1: So basically, it's more important to just kind of get a good pin or or good image, great keywords, than it is to even worry about, well, how many are people going to follow me or my
2: board's absolutely perfect in that sense? Mm -hmm. They will follow you. They will, and okay. give it a few months, and it will be a snowball of, of followers. I mean, it starts like, at first it's like it trickles in, and then all of a sudden you'll feel like, man, what is happening here? We're just we're just gaining 43 followers a week. It's unreal, and you didn't do a thing, just your normal stuff. It's because you are building up your account so much, you've got it SEO, you've got a keyword. Pinterest understands now who you are because of it. So your keywords are important for the search engine to even understand who who are you and what are your products about. Now they can suggest you to more people, and they will start sharing you with more people, and and they will begin to follow you. So they do share profiles publicly, um, and they do product pins too. They're suggested, you know, people to follow, or you might want to save some of these pins. Pinterest does that. They encourage a lot of that kind of activity to happen. So. What I've seen, um, like for example, just yesterday I was logging in to check on an account that I do uh, management for. This is with a large fashion company that is is uh, in Europe. They have a, a couple brick and mortar stores, and they have a very large, a very large online store. They're se- seven figures, and they started with nothing, and I did a complete overhaul for them, and then they started to really get some traction and then they thought oh it'll be okay we'll, we'll try it on our own and they did and then they came back and said okay we don't know what we're doing can you manage it for a while <laughs> I said okay I can do that they even hired um they even hired an employee for just marketing they never had that before and the employee was like I don't know I don't know what to do so then they called me back in to to work on it some more I said, okay sure no problem and when I logged in yesterday with some of the work that that I had been doing with SEO work and adding in some new boards and some new strategies, boom, 43 followers in just seven days, you know, I thought, wow, that's incredible. That's really cool. And this has been happening every single week where it's 43, 50, 60, so on. So a lot of people are hearing that brand they're identifying with it. And there's a clear message that's happening there. Um,
0: That's awesome. Speaking of of brands and clear messages and everything, I've had a general Pinterest account for the last two years, and it's just all of my Amazon shirts and everything separated by different boards that make sense. But I wanted to um, start a new Pinterest account for the new brand that I just started. And I was wondering, like, if I repin to my main Pinterest account is that any kind of red flag or any kind of problem if I'm repinning my own pins like from a different Pinterest account
2: no I don't I mean you can pin to whatever Pinterest account you want to I don't okay.
0: you can
2: you can pin to both in fact okay so are they both uh business accounts So
0: one, the one that I have been using this whole time is a business account. The other one, I haven't actually started at all yet because I just started the brand today with Brandability, but I, I'm planning on starting it as a business account.
2: It will be a business account. Okay. Is there some crossover there? Yes. With the brand? Is it a lot as a significant amount of crossover where you could actually make it one brand? So it's not so much work for you.
0: Uh... well, the other one's just so much more general. Like there's so many niches and this one's going to be just one main niche. It's just going to be, um, yeah. focus on wine actually is the niche. <laughs> but, yeah. um, so I, I really do want to start it from scratch because I, um, I, I just want it to be a little bit separate, but, um, yeah. I, I might help get the pins going if I share them to my bigger right. account.
2: Yeah. I would be careful with, with trying to be the general store.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's why I want to start fresh with this one and just do it right yeah. from the beginning and keep it a little bit more niche down. Right.
2: If you want to keep that one going without having to do so much work, here's a tip for you. Since you're going to be using two business Pinterest accounts and you own, you're you the owner of both, mm-hmm. create a group board so it's not so much work for you. Mm, create right. lots of group boards. That's so a good if okay. there is enough crossover there, um, you could create uh, some group boards so that you can share the same, okay, same products and point. those group boards and then of course pin out the rest into the other relevant boards too. but that would that would save some of the work where Got you it. pin it to one group board and then it what happens is it shows up in both accounts.
0: Got it. okay, thank you. that's a good very good tip. And um, speaking of work, I, I use uh, tailwind to help make it a little bit easier flow. Do you use Tailwind or do you recommend anything like that?
2: Yep, exclusively. Okay. It's going to cut your time down by a huge amount. It's going to save you about 70% 70 to 75% of your time. I love Tailwind.
0: What is the amount? Do you have any recommendations for the amount of pins per week or is it just up to you? It doesn't matter.
2: Um, What I see that works really well as a starter is at least 32 pins per day
0: per day okay so that's more than i thought i was doing 50 per day and i wasn't sure if that was too much but it it worked for me
2: um you were doing 50 per day Mm -hmm. that's that's on the edge of going too far where if you go over 50 it doesn't help you okay it's it's just too much and and pinterest isn't going to show those pins basically yeah because it's it's over their max amount so don't definitely don't go over 50 i for most people i really think they need to start at 32 and then, if you really want to ramp it up, go to 42. But if you go over 50, it's actually not not going to benefit you at all. So whatever you do needs to be under 50 for pins per day. Got it. Um, okay. And then and then that will stay consistent for you if you are scheduling it in Tailwind. Okay. And that's pretty easy to do. You also want to set up your boards list in Tailwind. A lot of people don't know that, and so they're really making things difficult by adding in every single board that they want to schedule to individually. When I, when I do it, I organize the boards into lists so that all I have to do is click on one list and boom, six boards are going to go right up and schedule for that pin to go into. So that's, you know, use the board lists big time. Um, Use the Tailwind Tribes. If you can find a tribe to get into and they don't some people will say they'll they'll say that your product pins are spam which they're not so ignore it basically they just don't want product pins in their tribe and this is a lot of um bloggers that are saying this say okay fine you can start your
0: own too i started my own it was easy and yeah you
2: can start your own yeah Yeah, if you get into a, a good tribe then then you can contribute your pins you can save someone else's you're helping each other out and you're going to get a lot from that. You're going to get more traction from using the tribes. It just automatically comes with your Tailwind account.
0: And have and, you done that loop, the smart loop thing that they added? I do yep, I do
2: it all the time, the smart loop feature. Okay. That's awesome. Yeah. I I was waiting for that to come out for over a year.
0: I know. I was and like,
2: "What?" <laughs> I finally got into the beta mode and once I tried the beta mode, like, "Yeah, this is awesome. This is this is really working well." So then if you are In Tailwind and you're doing the Smart Loop feature, the 50% off is going to end soon. So you want to take advantage of that where you can get 50% off for the whole year. And then what you want to do is you want to go through your analytics. Look through your Pinterest analytics and find out what are your top performing pins. Those are the ones you want to add into your Smart Loop so that you're not working hard. You are focused on the pins that that are giving you the most traction. That are performing well for you and doing the best for you those are the ones that you want to have pinned out through the smart loop on a regular basis and then i pin pin repeatedly through cycles every single month as well on top of that so a lot of people have this myth of if i put a pin out there one time that's all the board i'm supposed to pin it and i'm just supposed to pin it to one board and that's it no you're missing out on a lot of opportunity you pin that one pin into every single relevant board that you have. And the next month you do it again. And the next month you do it again and you just keep it going every 30 days because sometimes that pin the first time doesn't get noticed enough and can't build attraction. So you're helping it along to start getting some traction there.
0: Is there a problem if it gets to be too many pins on a board or it doesn't matter? If it's no,
2: bad? no. No, now it's
0: like been two years. I'm like, some of these boards have a lot. Of- <laughs>
2: that's right. You want a lot because that's, um, okay. So if you want to, here's, here's what your goal is with your boards is for a variety of keyword phrases. You want your board to rank number one in top position for several keyword phrases. What goes along with those keyword phrases is having a lot of pins on that board. And that that pin is, those pins are active and they're very consistent on a monthly basis. That's gonna keep you in the number one position for a lot of different keyword phrases for your entire board, which means you're gonna get more people following your board because they can find you easier and, and Pinterest is gonna suggest your board to more people in your pins. So again, it goes back to the whole the whole search engine thing. So what you wanna do is challenge yourself. Can I get my board to rank up to number one position? And it's easy. The search engine on Pinterest is super easy. So I even did a challenge last year publicly to show how easy it is. And I challenged other people to do it too. And what I did was I took one board, I built it from scratch, put my keywords in there. And I wanted to see, can I get this board to rank for one keyword phrase in at least one week? And I just started putting throwing pins in there every single day for one week and then i said what do you think did i did it happen and they're like yeah i bet it did in number one position there it was oh
0: my goodness it didn't take long one week
2: that's it
0: that's amazing is there any
3: uh
0: recommendation for how people can learn pinterest seo is there any trick to it or you just i don't know what's the best way if you don't know much about seo
2: well (laughs) i learned a lot from reading and and doing a lot of research and i took a lot of courses from a variety of people um because they all have different perspectives Mm -hmm. some don't emphasize the seo and the keywords and how important that is and others do and you have to really test stuff so then i thought okay i'm going to go in and i'm going to try some of this stuff and i'm just going to see what's going to happen here and then I realized that, wow, yeah, that's powerful. So I really need to focus on the keywords. That's that's definitely number one. Um, yeah. No matter what these other people or other courses say, you've got to test everything. So that's what I started doing and realized you know how, how quick and easy that was. And once, once you get a board up in the number one position, suddenly you get a bunch of followers on that board. And people are more likely to follow your boards than they are your profile. So don't get stuck on thinking, oh, man, no one's following my profile. Most people don't. They want to just follow the stuff that they are highly interested in which is going to be your boards and that's okay that's what you want because those are your shoppers you know they may not care for your your t-shirts with lemons on them that's fine i got some of the unicorns over here
0: <laughs>
2: you
0: know? all right well so many good tips um i guess we're almost at nine o'clock but um if anybody has questions for teresa definitely post them in the chat Um, I had one more question about keywords. How, how do you look to see what keywords you want to be targeting? Like, like one thing that I do is I I type in like the main word, like dogs or whatever. And then underneath it has all the suggestions from Pinterest of other words that that relate to that main word. Do you get keywords from that or do you do it some other way?
2: Yeah, there's, there's lots of, of places where you can get keywords. Number one is if you're typing in the search engine, you're going to have this drop-down box that happens, and that's going to be part of your suggestive search. And if you see some keyword phrases there, those are what I actually want to pull from first. But then I want to hit return or hit enter on your keyboard and then see those little tile-colored word boxes okay. down below. And if it starts to match up with that, Now I really know have confirmation of of the type of keyword phrases that I need to go after because those are the most searched. So your little colored boxes at the bottom of the the search box that have words in them, on the left side is the most powerful, the most often searched keywords. And when you scroll to the right, those, those are the least. They're the least amount of searches. So the left is always where you wanna begin with your title of your boards as much as possible. And then what I do is I write out my board description and I use all of those keywords, every single one of them. And I keep scrolling to the right and I write out all 500 characters in that board description. And then periodically you need to update those keywords. You may even wanna test updating the board title itself because you know keywords are fluid, they will change. So that's where you want to keep, you know, periodically updating your boards. And then you'll start to, to see more attraction build.
0: And do you do the board descriptions like complete sentences or can you just put the words in there?
2: No, I do complete sentences. Okay. Yeah, so, I think don't, of,
0: so some of the words, if you really did all of them, they don't really go together that well, but I guess you could figure out a way to have it. All.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I, I actually started to. You know, at first I was just putting in the words, you know, like a comma or something. And basically Mm -hmm. I was just punching, throwing in a bunch of keywords is all I was doing. And then I realized, oh, you know, some people are actually reading this. So maybe I better write in full sentences. And then I started writing in full sentences and incorporating in those, those keywords creatively. Now what I do is taking it to the next level for branding purposes, is I actually use the the keywords, but I incorporate it into a, a template that I create for myself. Which is talking about what is a problem the customer is having and how can we solve that problem? Mm-hmm. With all those keywords in there, okay. and check out all of these products that are here in this this and this board that's going to help you. And shop, go here to shop now. Call to action at the very end of that. Action. Okay. Perfect. Call to action at the end of your board description, and then at the end of that, throw in a couple of hashtags. Okay, you know, that was the next question takes.
0: somebody asked, and I was about to ask you too. What, uh, how important are the hashtags and how many should you include all of that?
2: Yeah. So when the the hashtags is very new, they came out October of last year. Mm-hmm. So they're very new to the scene and people were using hashtags, but the search engine did nothing with them. I oh, mean, it wasn't. I, 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 yeah,
0: I didn't Noticed too much of a difference, but
2: they're not, they're now starting to pick up. I'm seeing a lot more um, hashtags that are being suggested in the search box when I'm looking for new hashtags to use. Tons more are appearing and popping up. So I think that it's, it's going to start taking off a little bit more this year as, as people uh, begin using it uh, to search in that additional way with the hashtags. But what you need to do is make sure that at the end of your pin descriptions, you've got hashtags. You can start with however many that you have room for. Okay. So you get 500 characters in your pin description and definitely write out everything according to your brand with your keywords in your pin description first call to action at the end of your pin description. And then next is your hashtags. Okay. So it depends on how much room you have. If you want to do uh, just a couple of hashtags, that's fine. You're allowed up to 20 Pinterest will allow you up to 20. Now I've heard some other people in, and the Pinterest world who are teaching Pinterest they're saying, "Well, but you don't want to use all 20 hashtags because that might look spammy." Again that word being used. And I thought, actually, hashtags is now a way that people are allowing you to search within the smart feed, the search engine. So if you want to use 20 hashtags, go for it. You know, I don't Pinterest doesn't set a rule that says that you can't use all 20 hashtags they're saying we're going to allow you to use 20 hashtags. Now, do you have to use 20 hashtags every single time? No. Do you want to do it every single time? Probably not because it it can get pretty cumbersome and I actually lean more towards still using more keywords within the pin description of what I'm writing at this point and not as much hashtags until I start seeing more of those hashtags pick up better in the search. A little bit. Okay. But, But what those hashtags are doing is they are sort of, um, you know, it gets immediate attention right away. Not necessarily, it doesn't necessarily equate to more traffic, but it does start getting the attention to people right away, and they might have higher saves. So they might eventually lead over to what you're offering later. So that's all that we can see at this point. It's still new to the scene. And I think it's, I, you know, I really think it's going to play out in a way that will be in your favor. So I include hashtags on every single pin description, if you can, however many you want to use totally up to you. Don't, don't sit with all these crazy people make up rules i don't get it
0: (laughs) i know i try not to do that i think it's like you you kind of feel like you're the way you're doing it is somehow like a rule so you just start saying well this is what i do and i i try to make sure i don't make it sound like it's the law
3: yeah (laughs) yeah I think we tend to perpetuate that sometimes when everybody wants like a recipe and a hard fast number. Yeah. And we're like, we all want to know 10 is the number, you know, yeah. and it just one person says it is. So it must be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So how are you doing with time?
0: Teresa, do you have to go or can you, do you have time to answer a few more questions?
2: No, I'm good. I'm good. You're
0: good. Okay. So we we're getting all kinds of people love this. So thank you so much for coming on. Um, we're getting a lot of questions uh let's see um sharon asks i'm starting a blog and will eventually tie my pod into it will your course help me with blog on pinterest or is it strictly focused on pod
2: no the and the pinterest um with the courses are really for everybody for all of e-commerce and actually for bloggers too so what you would want to do is to uh, get the bundle of courses that is more WordPress focused. And the only difference there is that you get one additional course of, of WordPress so that you know, okay, what plugin should I use? What WordPress plugin should I use in order to get my pins in my blog post? That's going to be important that you display your your pin in your blog post so that other people can be saving that onto Pinterest for you because they will. Yeah,
0: you <laughs> found then, that out back in. They're
2: they're going to be doing your marketing for you. So you want to do that. And the blog is a very, very powerful way for you to be marketing your products. It's called content marketing. It's been around for years. It's been around for years and years and years. That's how I started. So what you could do is get your product in your blog posts in a variety of different ways. You could do list posts. You can do easy posts of taking your pin and embedding your pins right inside of your blog post. That's super easy where people can actually click right on your pin and they can save it and do all kinds of things right inside of your blog post, so you don't have to do a whole lot of writing. So you can do that as an easy tactic and easy way. You can feature a collection of products on a blog post. You can feature just one product and a blog post. If you do the one product in a blog post, then you can call it, you can create what's called a roundup post, where you round up all of those other blog posts and you put them in there. You can create some gift guides with blog posts. Gift guides are huge on Pinterest. And you need to get a lot of really creative gift guides going because people search for gift guides. They want to know, you know, what kind of unique gifts can I be shopping for and buying? So gift guides are definitely a must have. And then use your blog titles that are going to give you the most clicks, the most clicks, and the most click-through rates. So, um, you can do that by um, sorry, you can do that by adding in uh, your blog post titles if they're really good into your pin itself for the text overlay if you want. As long as it's really good, like three tips for this: um, twenty-five unicorn t-shirts that everyone must have um things that are that are a little bit wild make it wild and crazy uh five of the best yellow dog treats ever made and what they're like what yellow dog treats ever made i gotta go check this out now so it helps them to get really intrigued to find out more, like what in the world. And the more off the wall it is in that way, the better. Go look at Buzzfeed; they are the masters of this.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Go study their their blog posts. They make all of their money mostly from affiliate sales. And if you um, if your blog post or your products gets added to Buzzfeed in one of their blog articles. Be prepared for it to rain. It's like being on Oprah's that
0: not favorite. Has happened to you?
2: No, it hasn't, but I want it to. Oh I mean, my gosh, like that'd be amazing. On, on Oprah's uh, you know, favorites list. Uh-huh. I mean, it's, it's huge. They have uh-huh. a huge, huge following, and they are the masters at doing that. So definitely use your blog to help market your products.
0: And she was asking about your courses. So do you want to say a little bit more about your course and what you offer and what different things you have?
2: Right. So I started writing the the course as a way to help people um, because it was, you know, getting taxing, just repeating over and over a lot of stuff. So that was easier to say, here you go. And people were asking. So I thought, well, okay, it looks like I need to put it together. So I try to, you know, focus as much As possible on just the basic principles of Pinterest and created a core curriculum for that. Okay. And then if you have a Shopify store, there's an additional course there for it. If you have a WordPress website, there's an additional course for that because there's going to be different, you know, tools and things that you might need. So what I would do is I would focus on the correct bundle that is going to be best for your needs. And um, I use a Shopify store and I use a WordPress website both. So I've got a lot of. A lot of background in that where it shows you, you know, what to do and how to enhance those areas. If you are just doing uh, merch by Amazon, I create a 10 day challenge that was released uh, a few weeks ago that was very popular. And with that 10 day challenge, it's basically getting your feet wet. And here's how I can get everything set up and going and actually doing a full uh, Pinterest um, strategy within. Ten days done and people did it and there's templates there for your pin descriptions templates for your board descriptions templates for you to choose from for your board titles it's pretty much a done for you package for that 10-day challenge and so that's a way for you to just get started without being overwhelmed and the reason why i began doing those 10-day challenges is because the people who are in the the big package of courses are overwhelmed they're like, man, there's so much stuff in here. You know, like it's gonna take me forever to get going. And I thought, yeah, okay, we got a new problem. <laughs> it's taking too long for it people to get amazing. going. So now I've got to help people just get going, right? I got to get them going, and then once they're going, then they they're ready to tackle the rest of what is important for them to know and to learn in the bundles. So those more of those challenges will be released this year because I think that it's a definite need and I had people who were requesting that. They said, hey, you know, can you do something that is you know, just like the basics of what I need to know to get started because I'm overwhelmed.
0: Yeah, challenges is so great. Like I did this uh, competition with Joe Clay a couple months ago where we were both like trying to fill up our slots for the um, 6K tier. And it made it such a difference because it was fun. It's like you have somebody to like compare notes and, you know, make it just keeps you accountable, keeps you going, keeps you motivated. So I like that idea of doing the challenges.
2: Uh. so there's a lot of different things there. So, um, with, with the Merch by Amazon bundle that will work for any print on demand site as well. So, you know, same principles apply there. If you are more WordPress centered, you've got a WordPress blog, do the WordPress uh, bundle. If you are in KDP, do the KDB bundle? I had someone oh, last me.
0: Like, I, didn't, I didn't
2: have one yet, and someone oh. approached me and said, "Hey, do you have something for that?" And I'm like, "Okay, well, yeah, I do, but if I package it up like this, then it's 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 easier for people to understand. Oh, that'll work for me for what my needs are. Um, Shopify, choose that one. You know, there's a lot of a lot of variety and choices out there, and and more that are being developed along the way.
0: And we were talking uh, beforehand about the importance of branding. And I was saying today I had started uh, Brandability with uh, Brianna. And uh, so do you talk about that in your course too, about branding at all?
2: Yeah, I begin to go in and, and update different areas of uh, the courses so that it's more focused towards getting a brand going because that's really going to help you succeed the most. With Pinterest or with any of your marketing, it's not just Pinterest; it's anywhere, really. Um, with the ten-day, with the merch fams on ten-day challenge, that's how you start. You have to do a branding prep work, and there is a series of questions that you need to answer, and that's going to give you some clarity of who am I, what am I about, what am I offering, and to whom. And unless you know that basic information, you don't have any idea of what you're going to. Be doing with your marketing. It's hard to build a strategy around that, and so that's your first area where that alone could be revolutionary for you. If you've never done that before, that might clear up your mind about what exactly am I doing? I don't know. You know, I've been, I've just been creating these products randomly. Well, now let's (laughs) let's have focus.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No random products here.
0: Just kidding. Lots
3: of random products. <laughs> I, I think that's a common thing, though, Helen. Like, I, you know, everyone starts that way. You got to kind of get your feet wet and figure out where you're headed.
2: Mm hmm. Yeah. It's like you're throwing the spaghetti against the wall.
3: Yeah. And
2: you know what? I, that's great. Everyone has to do it for a while, you yep. know? That's part of the, you got to get the full experience of e-commerce. You do. And throwing the spaghetti against the wall, that's a full experience right there. <laughs>
0: what's gonna stick
2: and what is it? Oh, my
0: God. I yeah. think to be a quote somehow.
2: But you know what? Some people, that's, that's what they do for years is keep throwing the spaghetti. And I think to myself, well, there's things that are sticking. When are you <laughs> going to get to the point where you pay attention to what's working for you?
0: Oh my God. So I finally started doing that with Merch Wizard because it would tell me like what products were doing the best. I'm like, why have I
2: not focused on these products that are doing that's where your moneymaker is, right there. That's it. And if you just go deeper into that area and build a whole brand around it, man, you've got a following. Especially if it's something that no one else is doing. If it's very unusual, very different, and you're not seeing other brands out there that are uh taking that path or that direction that's your blue ocean that's your blue ocean and you need to do it then if it's your blue ocean so that's what you need to look for that's going a little bit deeper now into into branding is is looking for the blue ocean and becoming the blue ocean now you've got a money maker you can keep your prices up because you're doing something that no one else is doing you don't want to be a red ocean where you're having to fight all the other sharks because you're all doing the same thing and the only way that you can compete is with your pricing I mean, why? That's that's too much work. And get out of that. Get just get out of that and look for your blue ocean. And everyone has one, and it's probably sitting right in front of you.
0: Awesome. Everybody, <laughs> where they can find your course. Your course is in the description. So Everybody, the courses are there. Um, it's pintrafficpower.com, right? And then all the courses are there. Um, so thank you so much. Everybody's saying hit the thumbs up. They really enjoyed this. I really appreciate you being here. Um, uh, who? What, somebody was said they were in your class, or they had taken your Let me see if I can go back. I don't even know how to scroll in here. <laughs> uh, somewhere, Veda, I think, somebody. So anyway, thank you so much. I, I know that people have really, I've, I've seen in different Facebook groups everybody's been really happy with your course and, and all of that. Anything else, Brianna or Amy? Any other last
1: questions?
3: Oh, oh my was, goodness. That was awesome. <laughs> insane. That's
1: literally words right out of my mouth. Yeah. It's great. Like, I've learned so much and I'm really, uh, I just want to attack Pinterest. And now I feel like, wow, I've really neglected something that I probably should uh, be a little bit more on top of.
0: It's Veda Sue Gilbert. <laughs> she, she just said, <laughs> yeah. yeah, she's in your class yeah. course. So awesome. Yeah.
1: Yay, yeah. Amy, I'm
0: glad
1: you're going to do Pinterest. And Amy's doing. I it. have an account. Like, I'm on Pinterest every single night, repinning everybody else's stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I never pin my stuff, I'm repinning
3: yours. So. Oh, <laughs> Listen, Amy, I I have pinned what my billionaire house will look like. I, am, I have one of those. <laughs> I have the most ridiculous boards from like way back when. And I'm thinking, man, it's just so underutilized. So it was super exciting to have you on here, Teresa, because my mind is just like, oh, I, I feel like I've just, yeah, I've neglected it. It's, I'm not doing what I should over there for
1: sure. I need to remember that, you know, there is this like it it doesn't have to be like right now because I feel yeah. like I'm behind the times and I need to remember like how do you eat an elephant? One yeah. bite at a time, but yeah. I think I need to definitely add some consistency in there too. So, yeah. very exciting. yeah
0: nobody get overwhelmed, it's okay. It's never too late. <laughs> and it took no. a lot of, it took a lot of episodes to find something Brianna's not doing.
3: <laughs> I know. Listen. If you wanna, if you wanna, like, um, figure out how to decorate your baby's bedroom, you can go back to my 2010 pins, and those are still in there. <laughs> that's all. That's all I have on there. I have long-term pins that mean nothing now.
2: <laughs> and if you want to secretly find out what Brianna is up to now, just go and look at her at her Pinterest, because you'll see like a board of. Huh, there's some baby stuff in here. Does that mean something? I know. I know. <laughs> oh whoa, there's like this I had a friend message
1: me. So. I had a friend message me because they're like, Oh, you're you've been pinning a lot of um pregnancy <laughs> stuff, are you? And it's like Dang it, I hadn't even told my mama yet. <laughs> like, I guess I should have hit the secret button on that one. Yes.
3: Well, and it's funny because sometimes they're just silly pins, too. Like, no, I wasn't thinking about that. I just thought that the little kid was cute. Or they had a cute outfit on. Woohoo! let's repin it. You know, that that's how ridiculous sometimes they are. um <laughs> oh
0: well i just want to thank you again and i think that was all of my questions i know i'll think of like a million more once we get off yeah. of here but what's, what's the best way for people to follow you um are you have are you, uh, your facebook group i know i posted that link um is yeah. that a free facebook group yeah okay perfect so everybody yeah. definitely join that facebook group even if you're in, not able to do the course yet
3: um that's linked in the description so you'll get a lot, a lot of yourself- there. And your page, your Facebook page is PIN Traffic Power, I believe, correct? Yes. Okay.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I go live on there frequently to, to help people give tips, answer questions, whatever also, it is. So if they want to hang out there, they can. And they can also join the uh, the Facebook group where they can ask questions more specific. It's just easier to qu- ask questions in there. And it helps other people, too, and, and benefits them. And um, so it's a pretty good environment, great learning for everybody. and a great place just to kind of get started and and thinking about, you know, what do I do? How do I get started? Awesome.
0: Well, thank you so much, Teresa. I really appreciate it. This has been so great.
2: You bet. You bet.
0: All right. Bye guys. Good night. Thank you all.
3: We'll see you next Monday. (laughs) Bye.